0: Happy Mother's Day. We're so glad to be here with you today, and I just want you to know that no matter where you're at or what you've been through, God has a plan and a purpose for your life from before you were born. And in this moment, in this time, God has a message for you, and I'm so excited. You know, most weekends of the year, you hear a message prepared by a man. My wife would say, what a man, Uh, for all people, but, you know, it's kind of skewed towards men and uh, today we get the treat of having a message prepared by a woman for women and i'm really excited i know that my wife gets nervous and sometimes dreads this and uh, if i would have told you when we were first dating that you're going to be doing this which i actually kind of did you, you lost your mind you said no way but uh, i'm so glad to see the way that god's been working in your life and i know and i knew the moment i met you that you were made for this you're gonna do a great job so go get them honey
1: uh, thank you And thank you guys for tuning in right now. I'm so excited that it's Mother's Day. And ladies, I'm so excited to celebrate you today. And men, I love you too. But can we just acknowledge that we are two very different people? Like men and women, there's no comparison. I really believe that God fundamentally made us as women so different and unique and special. And I want to talk about that today. Because I really believe right now we live in a society that tells men to act like women and women to act like men. And it's kind of a weird place to be. It doesn't lead to contentment in any way. And I think that there's a culture that I've grown up in and still tells me that if I want to be strong, if I want to make it, that I need to act like a man. I don't want to act like a man. I want to be a woman. Right? And I know you want to be a woman because that's who we are. I know that I will never find contentment in trying to be a man because that is new, not who I was made to be. And I just want to go back to the beginning. I want to go back to when God created the world because when God created the world, he created man. And when he made man, he's like, hmm, I'm going to give him an X and Y chromosome, right? And he looked at Adam and he's like, ooh, that looks good. But then I think, he's like, hmm, You know, we know the story, but he's like, what if I, what would happen if I take the X, I raise it to the second power? Mmm, XX, ladies, that's us. And you know what I love about this? When God made us, he's like, she's gonna multiply everything she has. And look at your life. You know, my husband, he gave me a house, I gave him a home. He gave me his last name, I gave him four kids with his last name. This is what we do. This is what you do. Whenever we get something, this is the natural tendency of a woman is we multiply it in strength. This is what God has made us to do. But when we walk away from our God-given identity as a woman, I believe that we are not able to multiply the way that God has intended us to. I think that the world tells us that our identity is not in God and not who God says we are. And it tells us that our inde- our identity is in how we measure up, our appearance, our achievements, right? The attention and approval of others. And I don't like that because I know that that is not my identity. That is not where it comes from. And God has so much more than that. This brings me to my main point today. So if you are taking notes, I want you to write this down. You were made for this, not that. Again, I want to say it, you were made for this, not that. This is why one point, my prayer is that every woman listening today, that you would discover your unique this, and that you would not envy someone else's that, because I know that he has made us and formed us to do incredible things. And there is a this waiting for you today. And I really believe that so many of us are not focused on our God-given this and have our eyes distracted on someone else's that. See, a lot of my life, I have lived this way. I literally have lived for someone else's that, and I still find myself in this rat race. But in my early 20s, this is how you could define me. I graduated from high school, I got a corporate job, I was, man, I was making it. I had a 401k in my early 20s, and the world was telling me that this is who I should be. I was like, this is my identity. Because you think about all the songs that I listened to growing up. I mean, it's all about being an independent woman, not relying on a man. Like, you got to make it for yourself, right? And I was like, all right, I'm making it. Everyone around me was telling me. But you know what? I didn't really like it. I wasn't happy. This is not what I was made for. And I know some women, I just want to acknowledge, you were made for this. You were made for a corporate world. And I'm not saying that this is all women. But for me personally, it wasn't bringing me any satisfaction. It wasn't bringing me joy. And I knew I wasn't made for this. And I think, honestly, this is most women I talk to. But I think society says that being a mom and being a wife, it's not good enough. Do you hear that? I feel like they tell me that all the time. This isn't good enough. You should want that. And today, I want to set you free from your God-given this, whatever this is for you today. Because women, we were made for this. And I know some of you, again, your this isn't my this, okay? I just, I want to keep acknowledging that. You have a special, unique this, and I want you to lean into that. But I know that I was made for this. I was made to be a mom. I was made to be a wife. I was made to be a homemaker. I was made to support my husband. This is what I was made to do. And I'm tired of society telling me that I'm not, this wasn't what I was made for. I have yearned for this since I was a little girl. I literally, I think I preached about this before, but I was that little girl who had a fanny pack and I shoved all my babies in and I took them everywhere I went. Like I was that girl. (laughs) I dreamed about this, but often I find myself Deciding, maybe I don't want this. I look at other people's that, and I'm like, I don't know, maybe this, this isn't what I'm made for. And I think this is a huge women or issue for women in general, isn't it? Like, I can't believe that I'm the only one who struggles with this. Like, and I want to take a second to define what envy is. Envy is looking at someone else's this and saying, I want that. Okay. So when I'm talking about that today, I'm talking about envy. I'm saying, looking at someone else's this and saying, I want that. And we all do this. Unfortunately, right, I, I hate this about myself, but we all do this. We so naturally look at someone else and be like, I want that. And I remember, this is one of the, something I really feel like I want to share. I remember being in college and my roommate had a boyfriend and I was like, I want that. And I remember flirting and I remember trying to get his attention and then I finally got that and I was like, no, 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 I don't want that. Like, I feel like every time I get the that that was never meant for me to have, I instantly know that it is wrong. I instantly know that this is not what I was made for. But I feel like this is something that we, why do we know this, but we keep trying to pursue it. And I just hope and pray today that we realize that God has given us a this that is so much better than that. And guys, I don't know, again, what your this is. But I want to emphasize to you that your this is not that. So many of us get hung up on that. Oh, if I just had that, right? If I could just do that. If I had what she has. If I was single again. If I was married. If I had kids. If I didn't have kids, right? Like I don't know what it is for you, but it's just this cycle over and over. It plays over in my head all the time. But I just want you to know, this is your this. Wherever God has you, whatever he has given you, this is your this. And we need to focus on it. We need to view it as a gift and be grateful for the this that God has given us. Because God made you for this. Whether you're a wife, or you're in the corporate world, or you're a mom, or you're not a mom, or you're thriving being single, this is your this. And let's embrace it. I want us to stop living for that. Because this is it's pretty darn good. I don't know where you're at, but it's pretty good. Because this is exactly where God has me and there's nowhere I'd rather be than the place and the the purposes that God has for me. I wanna call us right now to spend some time thinking about our this, so we don't envy that. I wanna go to the story of Eve. See, Eve sat in the Garden of Eden. She had all of this in front of her. Can you imagine? Just want us to picture that. She's in the garden, she has everything. She has a maid. She has eternal life. She has a relationship with God. But then she traded all of this for that which was never heard. Satan says in Genesis 3.1, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? Hmm. What he's really saying, is this really enough? Did God really make you for all of this? Don't you want that? Doesn't that look good? That... Over there, you see that? I mean, do you feel this in your everyday life? That one thing that you don't have, that, you should go and get it. Ladies, I think this is the number one thing that robs us of joy and contentment and satisfaction in our life. How often are we like, I want her house. I want her husband. I want her clothes. I want her body. You could just, this could go on and on and on. It's just, it's annoying. (laughs) All these, these that's that keep popping through our head, right? And I just want to take a second to acknowledge when again, when I'm talking about that, I'm talking about envy. I am not saying today that it is bad to dream. I think God gives us dreams. I think He gives us big dreams, and it is a great thing to dream and want something better for your life. But what I am saying today, it is not okay to look at someone else's that and envy it and covet it and strive for that instead of what God, where God has you right now and the this that He's placed before you. And see, even in my everyday life, I do, I do this in the dumbest ways. So now that I am working part-time, um, when John's at home with the kids and I'm at an event or working, I want to be home with the kids. <laughs> when I'm home with the kids and he's working, I'm thinking all the work I could be doing if I didn't have the kids. It is, it is nonstop, and I just mentioned that because I want us to think about all the little things in our life that we are missing out on the this because we're focusing on that. How much more content would we be if wherever we are, wherever we are, that we are content and grateful for the this that we are in and really able to see that God can use us in anything. We are to work for the Lord as though or work for men as though we're working for the Lord. Like everything we do, we are working for the Lord and not for men. This is what we were made to do in every situation, in every day. And guys, I want to give you two reasons right now why looking for that, having envy, ruins your this. The first reason is you don't enjoy your this when you're focusing on that. In Mark 10, 35 through 37, we meet two men, okay, who did not enjoy their this because they were so focused on that. I want you to check out this passage. It says, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to Jesus, and they're like, teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. All right. (laughs) That doesn't sound like it's going anywhere really good. Okay, so Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? And then they're like, well, let one of us sit at your right and the other at your left in all of your glory. Holy cow. That is a big ask, right? Like The disciples are indignant at this point. I would be, I'd be like, what the heck, right? But here's what amazes me. They were literally in the presence of Jesus. And they were so focused on that. Does that blow your mind? They were literally standing next to God, watching him raise people from the dead. They are sitting there and they are saying, I want that instead of this. Do you know how many billions of people throughout history would have given anything to be where they were in that moment? Do you see how envy robbed them of their this? Because they were so focused on that. It blows my mind. I feel like being a mom, I do this all the time. Even, this is a stupid example, but like, I have four kids under eight. And we've had diapers for a very long time and dealt with poop and all that good stuff. And I have been like, oh, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for us not to be in diapers. I can't wait to not have to log a diaper bag around. And now I only have one kid in diapers. And I'm like, oh, I want another baby. Like, I almost have that. And I, how much of this have I missed out on? Because I've been longing for that. And it breaks my heart. And it's the same with those, the sons of Zebedee. Like, they miss out on so much of their this, longing for that. Yeah. And I just, I want to break the cycle in us today, ladies. And so I want to go to the second reason that that ruins you this. And this is it that everything that God has given us, what we have, is not going to make you feel as good as this, okay? You have to understand that there is something specific that God has made you to do. There is. He doesn't make mistakes. He made you. He formed you in your mother's womb. Ladies, I just want to be real with the moms right now. I know most of you, you wanted to be a mom. You wanted to be a wife. But when I ask you, if I come up to you and I'm like, hey, what do you do? What's your life look like? And you tell me you're a mom, how many of you say it ashamed? How many of you say it defeated? How many of you say it like there's something better you could be doing? I just, I don't like this because I want to tell you that there is nothing wrong with your this. God made you for this. He made you to be a mom. He made you to be a wife. And there is nothing wrong with this. Stop letting society tell you that this is not enough. I feel like so often we are so embarrassed and so discontented with the this that God has given us. And ladies, Let's own it. I want us to know that we were made for this. So society might tell us that that is better. But it's not. I just want to emphasize that that is not going to make you feel as good as this. Because you weren't made for that. You were made for this. And the same goes for the women who are single. Or the women who is working full time. You were made for this. Don't let society, don't let another woman tell you that you weren't made for this. And I know most of you at this point, you're like, okay what's my this? I want to figure out what my this is, right? And I just, I want to give you two thoughts that you need to know before you can figure out your god given this. And the first one, and these are simple, okay? But they are so important. Sometimes I really believe the best things in life are the simple things. So this first one, first thing you need to write down, God made women for a specific role. We are not men okay? Like, let's just break that down. 99% of us, we would lose in an arm wrestling match, okay? There's, one, it's true, there's maybe some of you, you would dominate and I would be in your corner cheering you on, but let's be honest, most of us, we would straight out lose and be humiliating, like one second and down. And you know what? there is a biological difference that we can't change. And it's not logical to think that there's not an emotional difference as well. There just is. We have different Gifts, can we just acknowledge that we have gifts that men don't have? Let's stop striving for the gifts that God gave them and focus on the gifts that He has given us. God made us to be women, and there is nothing wrong with this. I want us to embrace this fact and love it and lean into it. Society is robbing us of our joy and our God given identity. I'm tired of society telling me that I can't, I'm not supposed to be a woman and that I'm supposed to act like a man. Stop stealing my mantle. I love this. I love being a woman. I love having feelings. I love wanting to feel beautiful. I love everything that comes with being a woman. I love this. And I don't need you to tell me that this is not good enough. These qualities are strong, not weak. We have strengths that men don't have. So, society, forget you. I don't want to hear you no more. I don't want you to tell me that being a mom is not enough. I don't want you to tell that single woman that being single is not enough and that it's a bad thing because these are good things. And you can't tell us that they're bad because being a woman is amazing. And you need to hear me say that this morning. I know that there's somebody listening and you needed to hear this message. You were made for this. And let's stop focusing on the that that was never meant for us to begin with. I really believe that until we brace our God-given identity, we cannot live the purpose-filled life that God has intended for us. The second thing that you need to know before you can figure out your god given this is that you were made. This is a big deal. I want you to listen to the implications in that sentence. You were made, 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 made. You were made for this. The implication in that sentence is that God made you, right? There is a power above us. I feel like so often we live as though God doesn't exist, that we are God, that we, can, we are in control, and that we are able to do whatever we want. I know I have lived 25 years of my life this way, and it led nowhere good. And I know that people listening to you have felt the same way. Trying to be God leads nowhere good. There are major side effects. You were made by God and for God. And until you truly understand this, life is never going to make sense. You will spend the rest of your life running after that, which was never yours, trying to find purpose and contentment in a world, people, and things that were never meant to satisfy you. He made you for something bigger, so much bigger than yourself. He made you for a relationship with Him. Your this is waiting for you, but it cannot start until you decide to go and, have, and worship him and have a relationship with the creator of the universe. Some of us, we need to surrender our lives to God today. Yes. This is the first step to figuring out your God-givenness. If you are listening, and I don't women, men, if you're listening to and you know that you were made for a relationship with God, you know that you were made for more than what you're living for, I want to challenge you right now to text I'm in to 474747. It, is, it will be the best decision you have ever made. Going all in with Jesus changes everything. And again, if you are listening and you're hesitating on your cell phone right now, text in, text I'm in to 474747. We'd love to follow up with you, to celebrate with you, to walk you across that line of faith. There's nothing more we'd rather do. But for all the women listening, I need you to hear me say, that you were made for this, not that. For the moms listening who are just covered in guilt and doubting their ability to be a mom, you were made for this. For the mom who is struggling to raise a child with special needs, I want you to hear me say, you were made for this. For the woman who is watching all of her friends get married and you are still single and you feel like you weren't made for this, I want to tell you, you were made for this season. For the woman who is thriving at her corporate job, but wondering if this is where God has you, I want to tell you, you were made for this. For the woman who just decided to follow Jesus, and this is harder and more stressful, and it feels like you can't carry this cross, I just want to tell you, you were made for this. God doesn't make mistakes. Ladies, I need you to hear me. Wherever you are, whatever this is, you were made for this. And it is time for us to stop living for that. So I want to leave you with a question today. What were you made for? What has God placed before you? And will you stop looking at that which was never yours to have and start focusing on your God-given this? I just want to end and pray a blessing over every single person listening today and that God would show you your unique and special this, and that you would walk boldly into it. Jesus, I thank you that you have made us for so much more than we could ever ask or imagine. I just pray that every single person listening today that would walk into their this, that they would stop wanting that, and they would choose to do amazing, incredible things for your glory and their good. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you, honey. And uh, thank you guys so much for joining us for Mother's Day. I'm so excited that we get to meet together on May 31st, live in person. That is something to celebrate. That's so great. More details to follow on our website. If you guys have any questions about that, please feel free to call, email, text, Um, we would love to engage with you about that. But we're just so, so excited. We can't wait. Sisterhood, if you thought that was great, we got Sisterhood tomorrow night, Monday night. It's going to be awesome. We can't wait for that. But um, I'm going to turn it over to the ladies in the lobby right now. I want to ask you to hands in and team it up on three. Everybody hands in, team on three. One, two, three, team!